Hello everyone, welcome back to Where the Wild Things Grow. I'm your host, Samantha Smith, Master Certified Life Coach and owner of Sacred Blue Transitions. So, first and foremost, I want to thank all of you for sticking around during my brief five or six month hiatus. Um, Life threw me a couple of curveballs and I really needed to redirect my focus for a bit. But... I am back, and I am so excited to share some beautiful insights um, with all of you regarding my personal journey, as well as the journeys of those closest to me. Uh, I want you all to know that I really, really, really appreciate your patience and your loyalty. I mean, without you, the listeners, this podcast wouldn't even exist, so thank you, truly. All right. Enough of that mushy-gushy stuff. Uh, Let's dive into, well, I guess more mushy-gushy stuff. Um, So over the course of the last five months, I have gone through some major changes. I basically got a divorce, moved in and out of several houses, turned into a ghost, which we'll talk about that another time. And uh, I took a real financial beating. But on the plus side, I'm in therapy I'm medicated now. I have my own life coach, although I guess she's become more of a spiritual mentor at this point. Uh, I have my own place. I'm financially stable. Uh, Life overall is, you know, good. Uh, I really took life's curveballs and I knocked those motherfuckers out of the park. Uh, I took time to really focus inward and work on myself, all of myself. Uh, I jumped into shadow work, journaling, meditation, astrology, and I really deepened my connection to source through spirituality. Uh, The combination of these things seemed to really help, but I especially took an interest in astrology. Like, I didn't just stumble and tumble into the rabbit hole. I did a whole swan dive into that motherfucker, like, head first. Um, I became fascinated by natal charts and how the energies of these planetary alignments have affected my day-to-day. For those of you who are into astrology and natal charts, you're probably going to listen to this and be like, oh yeah, totally, Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) And people who don't have much experience in that department, you will probably think I'm speaking a foreign language at first, but... Don't worry, I'll try to be as thorough as possible. So, my natal chart, right? My big three. I have a Capricorn sun, a Leo moon, and a Taurus rising. And if you just said oof to yourself, then yeah, you get it. (laughs) For those of you who don't get it, let me explain. So, your natal chart is essentially a snapshot of the planets and stars the exact moment of your birth. Your primary zodiac sign, which everyone seems to be familiar with, uh, is your sun sign. So I was born January 3rd, therefore I am a Capricorn, which means the sun was in Capricorn. So I have a Capricorn sun. Uh, Same goes for all the other planets and stars and asteroids. Uh, Anyway, so based off of my big three, you can already tell that I have some pretty dominant earth and fire energy. Uh, What you don't see, though, is the rest of my chart, which consists of, anyone want to guess? Anyone at all? Any takers? (laughs) Uh, More earth and fire. (laughs) 
Uh, as a matter of fact, it consists of only earth and fire, um, on the surface anyway, and I'll get into that in a minute. So I have a shit ton of Capricorn placements and quite a few fire placements all throughout my chart. Like, I literally have scorched, inner, uh, scorched earth energy uh, through and through. Uh, earth energy being more logical, grounded, stable, in touch with nature and animals, but can also be stubborn and inflexible at times. Uh, fire energy being passionate as fuck, but also, I mean, we all know fire can be destructive at times. It can be used for cleansing or it can be used for destroying fucking everything in its path. So the combination of the two, I mean, yeah, that's me. Um, Earth being my most dominant and most natural energy, I feel like I mastered it at a very young age. Um, I always analyzed everything and tried to figure out what was most logical and efficient in every situation. Uh, for the most part, I, I still do that. Um, but, you know, being a kid in an adult world, uh, I found out really quickly that adults don't like being told that the way they do things is outdated or in inefficient. Um, so I butted heads with a lot of people, uh, you know, like the salty sea goat that I am. And fire, well, that took me a little longer to master. Uh, my moon, which represents emotions and feelings is in the fire sign Leo. Uh, in addition to a few other fire placements, my growing environment, and childhood traumas, <laughs> uh, I used my fire energy as a means to be very destructive to myself and others for a very long time. Uh, my fire moon makes me extreme. well, it can make me an extremely passionate person, and sometimes that can be perceived as anger. Um, it took me many, many years to tone that down, and I would say I've come a very long way. Uh, I respond to things in a much more cool, calm, collected, and usually diplomatic manner nowadays. Uh, prior, it was much less talking and a lot more destruction. <laughs> um, anyway, moving right along. So, I was balls deep in my natal chart. <laughs> And I discovered something about Capricorns. So Capricorns, though known as Earth signs, have a hidden water energy that most of us are unaware of. And so we never really like unlock it. Um, with all the scorched Earth energy I have, I figured unlocking this hidden water source would be super beneficial. Especially since water represents a softer, nurturing, go-with-the-flow, intuitive kind of energy. So there I am, feeling like the fucking Avatar, and yes, as in Aang, the last airbender, yes, as in the legend of Korra, um, there I am, I'm trying to master the fucking elements, and I feel insane. I, I sound insane. <laughs> um, I end up picking a day, right, where I go to the lake and I decide that I'm going to try to really connect to the water. So I sat my ass down, crisscross applesauce, water up to my neck, eyes completely closed, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, clear your mind, you're safe, everything is fine, be one with the water, connect with the water, 
be so still that you become an extension of the water. And then I was like, but wait, (laughs) don't become so still (laughs) um, that you attract unwanted guests. And then I chuckled out loud to myself. And and I'm pretty sure I was even like, (laughs) bitch. And so now I'm thinking to myself, see, bitch, this is your problem. Like, you're always trying to control the outcome of something. Or you try to control the connection that you have. Like, you can't fucking control the water, and you can't control what happens in the water. (laughs) That's not how water fucking works, dude. If you're going to be an extension of the water, then you need to be a fucking extension of the goddamn water. (laughs) So... I close my eyes again, I clear my mind completely, and (laughs) for just a moment, I enter this, like, meditative state, and, like, the wind is slightly blowing now, right, and so gentle waves, oh, boy, sorry, (laughs) just dropped my phone, um, Gentle waves are like rocking my body back and forth and I feel very in tune with the lake's energy. Like I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Then (laughs) out of nowhere, these larger waves start rocking my body hard as fuck and they start like crashing into me pretty hard and I open my eyes all like panicked and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like did a boat just pass by or something? So I'm all like... (laughs) I'm all like looking around trying to see what may have caused the waves and there was like nothing not a single fucking person or a boat or anything in sight which makes me chuckle again because in that moment I realized like if I'm going to embrace the energy of the water then I have to embrace it fully just like the other elements like I have to embrace the beautiful, creative side and the harsh, destructive side. I realize that, like, it, it, it will come in literal waves, right? And, and there won't be shit that I can do about it except go with the flow. And so far, that has been my takeaway from all this. Like, no matter what energy you were presented with, no matter what type of person you have to face, no matter what type of obstacles you have to overcome, like, at the end of the day, you get to make the choice. You get to decide whether or not you get into the water. One. Two, you get to decide, once you dip your toes in, if you dip your toes in, that, like, Well, okay, if you decide to dip your toes and when you do, then you have to be prepared to like fully embrace the water for what it is, the good, the bad, the ugly, like all of it, because then and only then will you like be be able to fully appreciate and understand its calm, nurturing, healing abilities and also its brutal core shaking roaring waves that can wipe out an entire town like and this just like doesn't apply to natal charts and fucking anime or water bending or whatever like this applies to you as well you as the cosmic being that you are having this beautiful human experience in order to really appreciate and understand yourself you must embrace every aspect of yourself the light 
in the shadow. The good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And that, folks, concludes my profound insights for today. I hope everyone is able to take something from this. And please, please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or comments or feedback about today's episode. You can find my contact information as well as services that I offer on my website, sacredbluetransitions.com. Um, I know that this podcast episode is pretty brief, um, but I really hope that all of you stay tuned for the next episode of Where the Wild Things Grow. Um, it'll drop, let me see, the first Saturday of next month, so I believe that's September 4th. Um, but yeah, I, I have a lot of really great content that I plan on sharing with you guys, so uh, just stick around, okay? Love and light to all of you. Bye. Okay, that was like a really long bye, but bye. <laughs>